0: Welcome to the Clear to Close Podcast with your host, local mortgage expert, Ryan Bolton. Ryan has the questions and answers, tips and tricks, do's and don'ts, and expert guests to explain all the steps needed to buy or sell real estate. And now it's time for the Clear to Close Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Clear to Close Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest with me with Alta Bank. And you've been there about how long you said you so was? It was about three years, about three years. That's yeah. amazing. You were with America first for a long time. So yeah. people might recognize the name might recognize the face, if yeah. you will, from the years and years at uh, America first. So uh, this is Randy Hardy. He is the construction loan specialist mm-hmm. for Alta Bank. Which in St. George, we have a lot of construction going on. Video. So I'm sure you've been really, really busy with that. But uh, it's parade week. So the Parade of Homes is a really big event here in Southern Utah. This is where you have a lot of the builders showcase their specialty, showcase some of their big homes. And I understand you were a president. Was it president or what involvement yeah. did you have with yeah. the Parade of Homes? So,
1: it's a great question. So I've been involved with uh, the Southern Utah Home Builders Association for, you know, since 2008 and uh, in a variety of capacities. So served on the on the board. As a board of director a few years ago, um, on multiple committees with the Preta Homes, and so um, yeah, since since oh eight I've been involved, and so have seen it over the years, and and uh, just it's, amazing. it's and amazing. During that
0: time, what was the year that had like the most homes? Is it? I hear this year is uh, one of the higher levels that they've had in a while. Yeah, they always get about what twenty five. I would say yeah, is that pretty average. 20, okay. 25
1: is the number now this okay. year. Um, they had thirty on their anniversary of their thirtieth oh, anniversary yeah, a few yeah, years okay. ago, and yeah. so. Generally, it's it's mid twenties to as much as the thirty you know homes or thereabouts, and uh, yeah, just incredible, incredible event for sure.
0: Yeah, what I really like about this uh, parade of homes, if many people know about it in Southern Utah, I think it's mm-hmm. it's funny how many people know because it's a big event. Yeah. You see the signs all over, you see the little markers of where to go just all over town, and I found that. How they map people and like drive people through town. Yeah. It, it's almost fun just going on the parade just to kind of see new areas of St. George maybe you haven't been to. Cause I find a lot of people, if they're on this side of Bluff Street or that side of <laughs> Bluff Street, they never go to the other <laughs> side of Bluff Street. You know what I mean? That's true. So this yeah. gives you a chance to go down to maybe Warner Valley or go down yeah. to some of these areas, Hurricane, that you may not have been to in a while. Yeah. And you go out there and just go, wow, look at all this development. Well, look just at all just these happened. changes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So how do they just, def- how do they find out that map? Is it just something they've tried and true over years or they have to map it out every year? Yeah.
1: So they, have to map it out every year because again the location of homes changes mm-hmm. and so they actually have a committee specific to that process of the of the parade and so um, that's what they do is that's their job is to task to direct the route from home one to home 25 and uh, um, you know set up all the signs right like you said right, and right. GPS coordinates and so that can be a challenge too with newer areas. Sometimes the GPS coordinates don't work all the time, mm-hmm. and and uh, things point. of that nature. So, like the
0: street names not there yeah, yet, or something like that. Yep, yeah, because a lot yep. of stuff is brand new developments, model yep. homes, in some of these subdivisions, and uh, you know you see a real. Variety, but most of them are pretty fancy homes. You're getting into areas you may never get into, like Split Rock areas and Trotta, Cayenta. Yep. You're getting to some of these areas that you may never see. And what I really like too is you get to see what the builders are putting in, what innovations, yeah. what technologies, and, and you know, I remember a few years yeah. ago when everything was going Alexa or going in, you know, <laughs> h- home automation like you're on the enterprise or something like that, yeah. where you can just yell out Siri or Alexa and turn on all your stuff. In fact, I wonder if Freddie Mac, do you have anything tied to Alexa in here that we can just yell and turn (laughs) off your whole system, but it's amazing how much, even in our house, we've started adding some of those just because we went to a parade house. Right.
1: Yep. For sure. I mean, it's, it's amazing. Absolutely.
0: How many are pre-sold? Is this something where a lot of them are already owners or a lot of the model homes or what would you say is a, is it a good blend of both? That's a great
1: question. It's a good blend of both. And that changes from year to year, but, um, um, I remember looking at the numbers because you can see in the magazine which homes are for sale, which ones are sold. Mm. But I I would say, you know, it's about 50-50-ish today Mm. or, you know, for this year. And uh, um, But, yeah.
0: What qualifies to be in the parade? Is it something where... Obviously you have to be a member of Suba, which yeah. is an abbreviation for the Southern Utah Home Builders yep. Association. Yeah. So that's obviously number one. Yeah. But is it something where what, what's the process for a builder to even get a home in the parade? It's hard. Is it? It's okay. hard.
1: Yeah. So because there's there's such a demand, right? And so um the builders within the association Suba, they can earn parade points, hmm. which go towards their their positioning to be able to get a a spot in the parade. And so their involvement with different activities, different events, and so um, it's hard. It hmm. is hard. There's even a waiting list every year, you know, beyond what's actually in the parade. And so, um, yeah, it's it's a it's a Entry- big I demand. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yep. Now, is there any other qualifications as far as the house itself, or can they build? A manufactured home or a $10 million home. It always seems like they're the higher end homes. Yeah. It seems like the ones that get in these parades, yeah. but I've seen some that are in that lower, more affordable. I think the, uh, did the college, I think the college had one that was part of their program teaching kids how to build the houses yeah. was in one parade. So, one So year, that's,
1: that's with the Washington County school district. Okay. Um, so careers in construction, they've got a home again this year oh, cool. in the parade. Okay. And so that's, that's probably the most affordable home mm. um, this year, but it, you know, typically it's going to be single-family stick-built homes. It's not going to be manufactured homes, okay. but there is a wide range. And so, if you look at this year, like I said, the the um, the school district home, the Washington County School District home, it's I think the square footage is about 1,700 square feet. Mm. Um, it's in the low 600s, so that's on the low end. But again, still great quality, mm. um, more affordable. And then this year, the most expensive home is eight million dollars oh, wow. and twelve thousand square feet.
0: Is that the most expensive ever so far? Or was uh, there? I don't know if there's been one that high. That's in a the good past. question. That might yeah. be one we we'll have to check because I remember yeah. there was one that broke the record at like six. It was like yeah. the most expensive home yeah. in Washington County. So eight has definitely jumped yeah. up that much yep. more. Uh, and is there a cap? It sounds like thirty. Is it? Do they try to cap it at like the twenty-five, or is it more just based on those points, those merits? Yeah.
1: So I, I think you know, it looks. You know, I think they want to not you know, saturate it, you know, but give enough opportunity. So it varies anywhere, like I said, between, you know, the mid twenties to, you know, as many as 33 in the, or 30 when they had the anniversary um, in that year. Um, So they, I mean, they do cap it, you know, and, and what's goes into that. I'm not sure exactly. Um, I think
0: some of it's gotta be that they have to have the home ready. Obviously it can't be a home that's not done by the time the parade rolls around. Yeah. So I know a lot of guys in construction, they, they call, yeah, they, they just, for that month beforehand. They're not doing anything but finishing the houses so because they deck. have to yeah. get stuff done yeah. during that time frame.
1: So the 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 association they have two inspections prior to the parade, hmm. and so yep. they have a first inspection that happened last week. Um, I'm in that on that committee, and so. Um, you know, there's a certain standard that they have to meet to have the home, you know, to that point Okay. Um, with that inspection. And, and then uh, there's a second final inspection, which just happened yesterday.
0: Is that part of CFOs type stuff? It's not like a city or permit thing. No. It's more of the standard. Yeah. To be. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: So for sure in, in the end, they do have to have a right. CFO, but uh, it's more of a SUBA standard, you know, okay. the, the parade uh, standard. And, and uh, I think that's what makes this parade great is the quality. Hmm. And then again, having a, the home showcase ready so that they're not you know, scrambling or having challenges with homes that aren't finished. And, you know, in some years they'll have some parade builders that were planning on being in the parade. They end up having to drop out their position because of, you know, just things that have been out of their control with mm. trying to get the home completed. And so mm. there's an opportunity either, you know, for one of those, um, you know, waiting builders on the waiting list to be able to step in and, and, be able to have, you know, that spot filled that way.
0: Is that so, where I've seen sometimes the homes are right next to each other? Is that kind of sometimes maybe one has fallen uh, out or is they really do plan to have two in the parade? Yeah,
1: I think there's a lot of variables both okay. ways, you know, in that way. Um, you know, there's even some builders, again, that will have, you know, this was going to be our designated home in the parade. Mm. We identified that at the beginning. But then again, as things, you know, variables that come into play that they couldn't get that home completed, they've got another home that same builder in a different mm. area or project and, and, uh, able to showcase that one instead.
0: Or you'll, yeah, you'll see where they're just modeling a, a subdivision. So they got the model home that's in the prey, yeah. but they got other homes that aren't necessarily in the prey, but they're right next door. So yeah. you see people just kind of walking around the other homes exactly. that are available. Uh, yeah. have you seen the economic impact of this? I mean, how many people, I don't know if there's another one in Utah that is more attended, more well done, more well run for years. Yeah, th- there's even Heber had to start saying, hey, how's St. George doing yep. a great job? We're going to start modeling. And they almost, there's so many similar things that they've done because of yes. how well St. George does it. But wh- how many people come into town? What kind of yeah. economic impact yeah. is so, this?
1: So, great question. So, on, on any given year, it's about thirty to 40,000 people that attend the parade. Hmm. And so, okay. just as you said, I mean, not only locally here in the state of Utah, but nationally recognized for the, the population that we have. And the attendance that we have in our parade. Hmm. I mean, it's, you know, the the, the uh, Parade of Homes, St. George Area Parade of Homes has won, you know, awards being one of the best designated parade of, you know, homes in the in the country, That's cool, believe it or not. That's so, cool. you know, when you look at that, the number that attend, I mean, then, you know, 30 to 40,000 in, in about 50% or so actually come from outside the area of Washington County. Hmm. Okay. So they're bringing cool. dollars in to stay. You know, the parade goes for 10 days. They're, you know, um, spending money on on uh, lodging, you know, hmm. food, and and obviously entertainment with the parade, but then that filters over to other, you know, businesses, and it's a huge impact. Um, there was a number that I think I heard, but I don't. I'm going to quote it.
0: Okay. So I think <laughs> so
1: the parade has been in business, you know, open since 1991. Okay. And then there's there's an estimate that the economic impact for Washington County since that point in time is like 1.3 billion dollars wow. to the local economy. Oh, okay. So Huge number each year, um, you know, and, and, and I,
0: I see it for playing golf. You'll see that the I mean, not only yeah. is February a great time to be in St. George, great yeah. time, a great time to showcase the area. But yeah. you get a lot of people that say, hey, we're going to make a golf trip out of this and we're also going to go. And a lot of times I'd be in the parade, I'd be in the booth or I'd be in the garage. Yeah. And I found a lot of locals were kind of the second wave it was like that opening weekend parade, President's, uh, President's Day. Day weekend. Yep. That kind of Friday to Monday seemed to be a lot more out of towners and then it would yeah. be more. Well, uh, locals that were yeah. going around that were just checking on it. Uh, how often w- with you, how often did you go out and look at all the homes? Is it somewhere you try to catch them all every year? Or do you just kind of spotlight maybe something that you see in the magazine or yeah. on the website? So
1: great question. It's been a, a variety. You know, yep. there's there's been years where we've literally, you know, through my work or, you know, with my my spouse and my family that we've been able to see every single home in the parade. Hmm. Um, that's tough. It's, it is. It's exhausting. It is. <laughs> you know, when you when you spend, you know, going from home to home, a lot of walking and in and out of the car. And, and uh, but yeah.
0: Yeah, you know? so, I, and I think St. George has done a good job. Well, again, with the way they map it out, they don't have to get it in really high congested areas. They don't want to get it off of the Washington exit or some things to try to find ways around it. But I found that as you go through the parade, you'll kind of be seeing the same groups kind of going on the parade. Yeah. And it's kind of funny. how Hey, you following me? I'm following you. You know, how do you like the yeah. house? You end up meeting people in a way that just seems funner and you're going to some of the most beautiful areas in Southern Utah, Mm -hmm. the way they film it, the way they get the drones cameras and the work that they've done, the way they decorate the homes. I mean, they're really trying to showcase the whole thing, but I've just always been impressed with how well received it really is in Southern Utah, more than other parades, even in the state. Now, nationally, like you said, it's recognized nationally as such a big deal, Um, but it is something I always was curious on how they get these homes in the parade. Now, um, how far ahead of time, do they have to designate a home, a lot? And I know sometimes the builders will say, okay, lot one, you know, lot yeah. 10 or whatever is going to be our parade house. Yep. I mean, is it something, how, how, how ahead of time? Because yeah. most of these homes are these million dollar homes. They take six months plus yep. to build these things.
1: Yeah. So, it, so right now we already know what homes are designated, what builders are de- designated for next year for already 2025. Okay. So wow. it's a year in advance.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yep. And you just earn the points the year before and that kind of stuff and, yep. and be able to make sure it works. You
1: get positioning and, and uh, they, they also, you know, they designate a certain number of, of uh, builders in the parade okay. um, based on those parade points. And then they leave a couple spots open that allow for them to bid where okay. it's open bids as well. Oh, and so okay. um, if, if one of those builders that doesn't have enough, you know, parade points to, to generate to have a spot, there's still an opportunity for them to, to basically place a bid okay. to get one of those leftover spots. Thereafter. Or like I said, if
0: it doesn't get f- finished or something like that, yeah. you know, so I, I've seen times where you have a buyer that wants a home a certain way. Maybe there's something that delays it or something. Yeah. And that's why they can't meet the deadlines of it. But I've got a couple of electrician friends, framer friends, and yeah. man, they are just, they feel they kind of call it their tax season. They're said, don't even talk, talk to me about golf or anything else or side jobs or anything. I'm, i got to get this yep. house done by this particular date, especially when you want to have it done even a little bit yep, before that. For sure. Uh, that way, it now, does does a builder get more than one house? Is it's it something where they can designate other, if they have the points, yeah. um, are they able to do multiple subdivisions that they're working on?
1: So great question. Um, yes, but they essentially have to be under different names. Hmm. So you'll see the same builder, oh, okay. like, you know, XYZ of Southern Utah and, you know, XYZ of whatever. Okay. So, they, they can. Um, it's not too common. Usually, there's maybe one or two different companies that will have two homes in the parade in that way, um, but it's not not super common. Because yeah, a lot
0: the of times they're focusing on maybe one subdivision or one yeah. home that they're really trying to showcase. It's a
1: lot of work to get one home done right. by the parade. <laughs> two just compounds that for yeah, sure. Yeah, because
0: you'll use like Desert Color, seem to have a little bit more. Entrada yeah. will have more, but it will be different builders. Yep. So, it'll be in that split rock and Entrada type area. Yeah. Um, but it's really it, it's fascinating to watch how much St. George is getting on the map. This is one of yeah. those other things that really showcases Southern Utah for better or for worse. Some people don't want all the growth and don't want yeah. all the people coming into town. But we just get more and more discovered with yep. Ironmans, parades, yep. marathons, the PGA out of Black Desert. Yep. I don't think they have anything in the parade. I don't think anything's quite done out of the Black no, Desert Resort yet. not yet, no. But I'm sure no. they're going to try to get something Eventually. in next year when they do it because the golf tournament's in October. So mm-hmm. that's just going to put another spotlight yep. on such a wonderful area to live in. It does. Um, so d- describe your background a little bit on the personal side. So you've been in yeah. lending for how long? You do construction yes. loans, correct? Yes, so
1: great question. I've been in lending for about 20 years, mm. doing all array of mortgage financing, purchase refinance, um, reverse mortgages and construction lot finance. And so, um, these past three years, like I said, went to Alta Bank and and uh, just a construction specialist. So. Residential construction—that's what I—that's what I do, and in, in lot and land loans. Yeah, so it's
0: gotta be great con- working with Sue, but you gotta have some good connections with some of these builders. Were you able to finance any of these parade homes? Or a lot of them were pre-sold in, in some cases. Yeah, great
1: question. So me personally, not this year. Hmm. Um, have in years past, but uh, as a company, you know, we have a home builder finance division hmm. that does a lot of the acquisition and development, and then also you know vertical stuff as well. And so, um, I mean, in that uh, channel, we have we have uh, financed a couple homes this year, and and uh, multiple years there after As well, great. so
0: that's great. Yeah. yeah, I always get questions about lot loans. As, yeah. as you have people that are looking at these parade homes, they say, "Oh, I really like that house. We need to buy a lot." Yeah. Um, is most of it tied into the construction loan? So you kind of your first draw is to cover the land, or do you do just standalone lot loans?
1: Yeah, so you you can do both. Okay. So you can do a construction loan to purchase the land as well. That the hurdle or the challenge in doing that is you've got to have a house plan identified. Mm-hmm. you got to have a builder identified and then a cost breakdown. Okay. And so sometimes to be able to meet the deadlines within the contract of purchasing the lot, there's not enough not time, time to get those yeah. other three pieces of information to be able to purchase the lot with the construction loan. Um, so that's where the lot loan individually comes into play. You know, if they're crunched for time to do that, that they can secure the, the lot, to, uh, you know, and then take the time to say, okay, this is the plan we like this, is the builder we want. They work the, you know, it,
0: how long are those lots of loans usually, because uh, yeah. I see a lot of them are shorter term. They're not designed to be a 30 year no. fixed rate mortgage. They are designed to be short term. So if you just do a standalone lot loan, what's kind of the term yeah. before you have to roll it into a construction yeah, so, loan?
1: So great question. We have two terms, two okay. options. Um, the first one is a 30 year calculated payment okay. with a three year balloon. Oh, so three again, years. Okay, three years great. to roll that into construction.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, the other second option is a full 15 year term.
0: Okay. So, so fifteen year loan, fifteen yep, year term, okay. exactly. So this yep. is probably somebody maybe retiring and they're not sure and they just want to lock up a piece of land yeah. and and do a uh, how much money down on something like this? What's yeah. kind of the standard down payment for just a lot loan?
1: Yeah, so so minimum down payment on a lot loan is twenty five percent. That's up to a loan amount of five hundred thousand. Okay. So that should cover you most know most hopefully. lot loans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, we we do lot loans with no limit. You okay. know, so I've finance some very expensive lots hmm. beyond that. And so the, the down payment does go up based on, you know, anything above that 500,000, but the minimum is 25%. Okay. So
0: that's great. I've seen a lot that's changed obviously as the market demands and as, as yeah. investors are more comfortable with that type of financing. Cause I saw a lot of them are six month or one year loans, So yeah. having kind of a three year window, really make sure you have yeah. time yep. to vet out a builder architect plans, yeah. Or if you're going to retire and not quite ready to move forward with yeah. it, that seems to be a great option. So, how much on the construction loan things? What's kind of a standard term for the construction loan? So you've got the lot, now you're yeah. going to roll it into a construction loan. What's kind of a standard term for a construction?
1: Yeah, loan? so great question. So as far as um, you know, the, the construction loan term itself is typically 12 months. Hmm. So they have that time frame to build. Um, our policy at the bank is we can get extensions beyond that if more time is needed to complete the home, up to an additional full year. So in theory, one could have two full years to build. Um, if it was required more time to complete the home. And so... Um, Seems
0: like a year... I would think a year pretty common, right? Do you really run into yeah. extensions a lot on those, or is it something where you, I guess it depends on the home, too. Yeah, it depends really on the home. House, there's, there's
1: a lot of variables that come into play with construction with supply constraints. You mm-hmm. know, um, mm-hmm. Good weather can be an issue. Um, you know, subs, you know, getting subcontractors do a job like you said just there's a lot of variables that can delay things but usually you know the area it's being built in you know s- stuff that's being built up in brian Head or, or in the you know the winter the real winter season areas they you know kind of shut down the you know the exterior stuff so they try to beat you know that weather and get it dried in hmm. and then during the winter finish it out but so yeah location can have an impact um you know and then the size of the home of course and
0: so, so I run across a lot of, I don't do a lot of construction loans. That's why yeah. I like working with you. You've been great over the years yeah. to be able to just send, because you kind of kind of specialize in construction yep. loans because it's a loan that has draws and schedules and, and you have to kind of, you, you can't draw up 50% of the construction loan if the yeah. home's only 10% done. Right. So you have to make sure you kind of schedule those draws yeah. as you're moving through it. But I, well, I, I have a lot of people ask me about lot loans, just straight lot loans, because yep. they haven't gotten a builder yet or they just want to lock it up, especially during the parade. You know, they want to get something locked yep. up. The other thing I get is owner builder. You get so many times where somebody's a plumber and they think, "Well, I got all these buddies that can do all this stuff and I always tell them I said yes. Every friend's going to tell you they can do it." Yeah. But as soon as it's trade or money and they've got a job they got to finish over here and they got your job that's a buddy deal, yeah. guess which job they're going to do first? You're not the priority. The, you're not going to be the priority, <laughs> and sometimes you can't get it cheaper, but other times because you're only doing one house and a builder's working with somebody that's doing 10 houses, they get volume discounts. I really I really encourage people that are owner builders, especially if they're in the industry, to still make sure you have contingencies, make yeah. sure you give yourself a little extra time. But I have not had one person, whether they're a plumber, electrician, framer, that says, oh, I could build that house for X. Yeah. And it never gets built for that. <laughs> it yeah. never, never does. So do you allow for financing for owner-builders? I know that can be a little bit of a harder thing yeah. to finance as so well. So
1: that's a great question. So historically, yes, but as of, you know, since COVID, no. And mm. so part of the reason for that is just what you described is, you know, we saw large builders being cut off from suppliers of getting lumber, trusses, um, all sorts of, you know, materials and product. And so, um, and then also talking about getting subs to a job again, like you just described, if, if you're an owner builder, you don't have those relationships that builders do right? to get them and make them a priority. And so, uh, the bank has taken a step back and just said, you know what, right now we're not doing Owner-builder. That's a lot. That's not
0: just you guys. That's almost yeah. everybody has that caveat, unless there's more money down, or they want to know they're an actual general contractor, yes. not just a sub that exactly. has buddies that do, yeah. that are in the industry or that type of so thing. So that's Absolutely. the one
1: exception. So we can do an owner-builder if they've got a general a contractor's general, license okay. Yep, okay. and have history and experience of building a home rather than just trade work. So. And,
0: and you're so true. And even you might save on some labor, it won't get done as quickly, and you won't get the volume discounts that some of the other builders mm-hmm. can get when they're ordering A hundred doors and they're ordering five houses to be stuccoed and roof and trusses and all that kind of stuff. And like you said, the labor shortages, some of the labor costs have gone up so much. I've got some buddies that are framers and they're having the hardest time keeping guys that they're starting at 25 bucks an hour. Yep. That used to be the journeyman, used to be the foreman's were making that. Yeah. Now just the guy that's just coming out of high school, coming out of college is making 20, 25 up. bucks an hour mm-hmm. and they can't keep them. They can't keep them because somebody else is willing to offer them 25, 50 or 26 bucks yeah. just for one house and then they just fire them and they're trying to find work again. And as things kind of ramp up, slow down, ramp, slow down, that's when you see these the, the cost of the labor has really gone up yeah. as well. So people talk about affordable housing a lot and that's one thing that's gonna be a hard thing to make it affordable. Not only land more expensive, materials are more expensive, but labor costs have been way more than what anybody anticipated.
1: Yeah, and there's always fluctuations with, you know, materials, you know, the cost of the supplies, but, uh, you know, uh, uh, they're not coming down. Mm. You know, I mean, there's a little bit, but um, they're not coming down. And so when you look at what can give, it's the margins on the builder or potentially a subcontractor, you know, and, and, you know, the cost isn't changing much right now. And we'll see what happens. I mean, there's still a good demand and, you Mm. know, limited supply. And so I think that plays a role in it too. And so, um, but we're we're already undersupplied of you know homes based on the market. In it the really city is. Time. There's
0: just not a lot of existing homes going on the market. So builders are trying to make up for that supply requirement yeah. and it's hard for them to get enough materials to build it. But at the same time, they don't want to build so many. They yep. got get caught holding the bag. So there's just this wait and see mentality yeah. out there. If builders don't want to build too much. I remember at one point they were building more than they could even have yeah. contracts for, because they knew they could sell yep. them. Now they're a little more waiting for at least a contract on it before they start building. it. I mean, do you guys do spec home financing where you're just specking yeah. it out? Okay. Yeah, we
1: do. Yep. Okay. Yep. So it requires a little bit more down and you know, the interest rate is the same, which is incredible. Oh, that's At really Altabank. good. Okay. Yeah. So we, we provide that so we can do it on a primary home, second home or an investment property or a spec.
0: Okay. Yeah. So yeah. That, that, that's really, that's, that's changed a little bit too. It, it, you think it's gotten more or less aggressive since COVID as far as some of those loan to values and, and being a little more aggressive with that?
1: Yeah. You know, our, our policy on that has remained the same. It hasn't changed. <laughs> um, you know, with, with the increase in interest rates, that's been, you know, kind of a, a deterrent, you know, for some investors or, you know, to want to build an investment property that they're financing. Um, and then also, um, qualifying, mm. you know, at the same time. Right. So, right. Yeah. yeah. It
0: makes it harder. And so as we talk about supplies going up on a construction loan, is there something built in to make sure if the cost does go up, yeah. is there, is, is there a percentage that you're trying to say, okay, yeah. we got to hold back this much to cover interest repayments payments and to cover if labor goes up or wood yeah. or concrete or, Brass or copper or whatever has to go into these things. Yes,
1: we add a contingency. Okay, contingency is ten percent of the hard cost of the home to be built, and so it's just to manage those overages, right? So it's there if they need it. If They don't use it, they don't pay any interest on it, and their final loan amount is going to be, you know, it's going to be based on what they borrowed. So, and
0: that's a really unique thing with construction loans as well. If you do a mortgage at three hundred thousand, you're paying interest on the three hundred. With construction, you're only paying as you draw. So the first draw might be the lot. Maybe the permits, yeah. architects, plans, you know, closing costs, that kind of stuff yeah. is that first draw. So you're only paying interest on that amount until you add to the next draw. Correct. So does that come out of an interest reserve, or do you normally require payments? Yeah, so
1: great question. So um, our policy right now does require payments, so okay. it's an interest-only payment. So progressively, as you described, as the home's being built, that payment will go up with time, um, but it's incremental. You okay. know? And, so, um, and it's
0: interest-only, so just yes. what's interest on and not yeah. a principal reduction or anything like that. Yeah, and,
1: and you know... The question is always asked: Well, how much how much interest am I going to pay? We really don't know for all that yeah. <laughs> because we don't know how you're going to draw out. Right. And each builder's a little bit different where they draw less frequently. Hmm. So you're going to probably pay obviously less interest on that to you know type of scenario than someone who's drawing out as much as they can every single month you know hmm. type of thing. But. Uh, um, yeah, interest-only payments during the build.
0: How many draws? It's usually, what, five? Would you say it's kind of four to five? I guess it depends on the no, builder as yeah, well.
1: But. Yeah, so we, we send an inspector out to the project twice a month, and so they're monitoring progress of completion. Okay. And so our draws to be approved, you know, they can draw out based on percentage of each line item, based on that percentage of completion. So in theory, under our construction loan, a, a builder borrower, they could request two draws a month. Um, it's not too frequent that that happens, right. but I would say, you know, you, you probably will, it's common to have one draw every month. So if they're taking 12 months to build that home, it's 12 draws. Makes so, sense. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, tell everybody how to get a hold of you and where your yeah. at. phone number. We've got a few seconds here left, but go ahead yeah, and give so your great name and question.
1: phone number. So Randy Hardy, AltaBank, uh, phone number 435-817-2901. Um, okay. I'm in our River Road branch right on River Road. Um, great that location. New over there by new Popeyes? location. Yep. Do you go so. to Dutch
0: Brothers every day? I mean, it's right there. <laughs>
1: I don't, but I think everyone else in town does. It is amazing.
0: That's a busy location.
1: The backup every morning, doesn't matter whether it's morning, afternoon, or night, it is busy. That's so a busy little it's location. It's a good location.
0: Great little location. they got a lot of stuff coming in from there. So appreciate your expertise. If you have any questions on construction loans, now you guys have uh, somebody to go to. But appreciate your time. And uh, we'll catch you next time on the Clear to Close podcast.
1: Awesome. Thank you for having me on.
0: This has been the Clear to Close Podcast. Please submit your comments, questions, and topics for future episodes to cleartoclosepod at gmail.com. That's clear the number two, closepod at gmail.com or ryanbolton.com. Please like, follow, and share. And until next time, this is the Clear to Close Podcast. The views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of Patriot Home Mortgage. Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 299717.